hello everybody it's season two of what are we welcome um i'm your host of course host with the most logan and uh today i'm joined by co-host number one and uh longtime lover hannah i'm just kidding not longtime lover <laughs> no that <laughs> <Not>. feels questionable <laughs> <laughs> um how are you hannah um doing better than you yeah, guys, uh, I'll be completely transparent with you. Last night, my parents threw a little bit of a get-together for my dad's 50th birthday. And I'll tell you what, I am violently hungover. Like, like there are things that I did last night that I probably shouldn't admit, but I'm going to right now. Naturally. Naturally. That's what the viewers want, is to hear how much of a mess you are. Okay. Um, but before that, let me remind everybody, what are we has... Uh, a lot of contact information, contact, contact information. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with the pod, you can with a story or a question or whatever. Let me read those off to you. Number one, what are we podcast 2020 at gmail.com. You can email us if you'd like. Um, it's very simple. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's an email. Um, I mean, I'll go ahead and out myself. I was one of the people that has emailed in a story before, if you listened in season one, um, I'm guilty of the helicopter part salesman story. <laughs> so That's an and if you haven't, if you haven't listened to it, yes, you please should, go back. Uh, because it's honestly the highlight of my life. Um, is it though? I don't know. It, it, it's questionable. <laughs> it's that's an amazing, uh, that's an amazing story. So people need to go back and listen to that. Yes. This is, this is season two of what are we, uh, but season one has 20 backlogged episodes for you to go back and listen. Hannah was also a part of the Dating History of Logan episode. Me and her had previously dated and were lovers. Not currently, but we were lovers. Uh, right, I don't know if lover is the right word. We it were makes just... me feel like we're in our 70s <laughs> and, and like in a retirement home. So like maybe not lovers. No, not lovers. We were just... Uh, two kids hooking up? Two kids hooking up and going on... Going to get food here and there. Mainly Chick-fil-A. Mainly Chick-fil-A, which, <laughs> by the way, Hannah brought this morning. She she established that she was going to bring Chick-fil-A before I was violently hungover. <laughs> so the fact that I'm hungover today, it just makes it that much better that she brought Chick-fil-A. Because you can't get through a hangover without no. fried chicken. No, you can't. You can't. And my stomach hurts oh, so bad right now. Uh, maybe it's because I scarfed down the hash browns. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, the grease, in theory, makes you feel better, but then as soon as it is in your stomach, you're not okay again. Exactly. Absolutely. So, again, What Are We Podcast 2020 is the email address. Email your story or question or topic suggestion, and uh, we'll get to it. There's, there's not, It's not like there's thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners flooding the email address. I mean, there are. There totally are. Oh, we have yeah, to yeah, go yeah. through so many emails. Yeah, we really like, have to flood through. And if we or, yeah. feature you, you're something special. <laughs> <laughs> um, so send in your stories. And there's also a website since I don't think I don't think the website was up by the time the first season was it going wasn't. on. So Watchdog Media has a website that has all the different shows, and now there's columns where people can write and publish articles almost like a blog section um I'm, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked but uh 
Yeah, you can go to the website, you can go to the shows, you can go to What Are We, and there's a little, um, uh, like a form that you can type in. You can type in your name, your email address, uh, and a message, or you can, you don't have to type in your name. I made that part um, optional in case you want to kept, be kept anonymous, and that's okay. And all of those messages get sent straight to my email address. So, uh, so yeah, um, hit up that, 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 uh thing we want to hear from you yeah we do whether it be a fabulous like relationship story or something you want to hear the podcast talk about um or advice you want yeah i mean i we can't promise like sound stellar advice but we can give you something we we are two people who have who have quite literally been through it all and we'll get to that in a second hot messes but in the fun way yes yes we're fun though like uh those that first season was all uh, possible thanks to Lindsay. Lindsay was the co-host on season one. Big shout out to her. I hope she's listening to season two. Um, she'll probably pop in here a couple times throughout, um, but she wanted to take a step back because life is crazy and COVID and and yada yada yada. It's it's it, you know 2020. It's 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 fucked up a lot of people. So she wanted to take some time away, and I said absolutely. And uh, that's why I ended season one when I did. And uh, now we're in a much better place. Well, are we? We are, but COVID related, not really. I feel like everything's still a mess. Everything is way still a mess. The the podcast will be a shining light for everybody to come and listen and be happy. Yes. But everything else 2020 related, garbage. Dumpster fire. Total dumpster fire. Would like to be all done. Would like to be done. And lastly, um, social media. What are we podcast on Instagram? That's it. It's not hard. It's easy. Very easy. Speaking of easy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and on that note, I'm just going to see myself out. I'm, I think I'm done here. <laughs> no. So Hannah and I, um, I'm going to have a rotating seat of great female co-hosts that are either friends or acquaintances that are about to become real friend, real good friends. Um, but I think out of all of them... No, there's one other, but you're the only one that I was previously lovers with. The others you are stop saying lovers, <laughs> especially when you turn and make direct eye contact. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. Um, I'll give shouts to all of them: uh, Amanda, uh, Claire, Emily, and Hannah. <laughs> oh, and Rachel. Duh. Sorry, like, Rachel. Yikes! How awkward. I, I'm not even looking at anything. I'm just going off the cuff. And again, I'm violently hungover. So if I could, Rachel, don't hurt me. Um, I think the hangover is hurting you enough. <laughs> do I seem off? Oh yeah. Really? Definitely. Okay, good. Because it's not an act. Like I am, my stomach hurts like hell right now, and it just started. I mean, I don't want to hurt your feelings and tell you that you look. Like do I trash. look horrible? But you, I you showered. Look, you look hungover. Okay. Okay. And that's fine. I'll probably take a fat nap after this, to be honest. As you should. Yeah. We got to go to the mall at some point. Oh, no. And get something for her mom for Christmas. Hopefully, she's not listening to this. Um, well, the mall is probably the last place you want to be in general, uh, but it's spe- like specifically hungover. And during COVID. And during a global pandemic, yeah. it's questionable at best. Yeah. But uh, the mall is the only place we can go to get whatever the hell we're supposed to get for her. So, shouts to you, Kay. Um, her name's Kay. Isn't that great? That is. K-A-Y. I love that. K-Cop. We love it. But That's either way, stick. enough about K, enough <laughs> about the mall. Uh, Hannah, 
I'll let you give the general backstory about our relationship. Oh, I get to be in charge of this? You can, oh, yeah, I get this, the narrative. Yes, you get the narrative. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, where to even start? I mean, it all starts with internet dating, right? That's how everybody meets these days. Tinder. Tinder. Was that the one that we yeah, met on? we met on Tinder. Uh, I swiped right purely because you were dressed as Dwight in your first picture. I'll, I'll tell you what. That, <laughs> and the amount of dates you probably got from that. The Dwight on a dating app decision has, I can't. Expl- begin to explain the amount of dates I got just because of that Dwight costume. Okay, was that still in your profile this most recent round of dating? Uh, yeah. I kept, I, I keep it in. <laughs> okay, well now I like have to ask, was that it? She's not super obsessed with The Office, so oh, I don't think so. Okay. I think she actually genuinely liked me, unlike you. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that you're trash. <laughs> it's why I agreed to do this. Yeah. It's why we were able to stay friends after our yeah. dating relationship not working. It's because you're awful. Yeah, I am a horrible <laughs> human being. Just heinous, heinous guy yes. right here. But anyway, go on. Yes, so we met on Tinder, um, and it was a like questionable dating time in my life. I had just gotten out of um, serious relationship number two two of my life and I had never dated before I'd always been a committed relationship like serial monogamist I identify as a serial monogamist now I don't even know what that means so like it's you end up in like committed one-on-one relationships but they they don't stick for very long usually most people that are serial monogamous are like in the two to three year range and then that ends and then they immediately go and do it again. Where like the first person that you date, like your rebound ends up being your next relationship. Gotcha. And then you're just in a series of multi-year relationships, but nothing sticks super permanently. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it was, I met you on Tinder after serious relationship number two. And I was, I guess the best term would be like aggressively casually dating because I had never casually dated before. And I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all in. So I had a roster of like 10 to 15 guys on rotation. I'll own that. I was swiping right. Really? All day. Um, but I mean, I was also lonely. And I had just moved to the city and I didn't have friends. So it was a great way to get out and meet people. And that's how I met you. And then we casually dated for like what? two months on and off we would like see each other when we had time um you were still in college <laughs> i sure was i was young and um, and you i ventured, was in my career <laughs> you were you ventured out and you dated a youngin but you still followed my rule you're older than my little brother by just enough <laughs> <laughs> like that is the dating rule is anybody i date must be older than my little brother yeah and you have him by like six months <laughs> i barely crossed that barely path. Um, but he's also old for like his age range. He's like, he was lower than you in school, but he has an August birthday. Unimportant. Unimportant. Um, but, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, I'm a youngin. Our age is my, I am 24. And I am 27 going on 28. Really? You're that old? I am. I am that old. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound uh, like there's a huge difference. Now that you're not in college, it doesn't feel like there's an age difference between no, us. No, I know. It was know. just like the timing of me being in a career and you not, yeah. which probably played into us not continuing to date. I don't know. Uh, to I a re- degree. I really don't remember why we stopped. We ghosted each other. Like, it was- Did I stop responding? You stopped no responding. No way. I was, I was really into you. 
you were you really oh yeah so it was like a combination of like you had stopped responding and then I didn't want to be like triple texting and then you would reach out every once in a while and when you would reach out we would hang out which is how it was drawn out yeah uh, but nothing else really ever happened I was super into you well dang looking back yeah missed opportunities that's all right that's all right we're both in well it all works out because i at the same time that i was still seeing you i met my now ex-fiance does that work out for the better oh he was the guy that you met while we were dating yes were we dating what was we never we we never defined the relationship we were like seeing each other like i would say we were casually dating but we didn't have labels we didn't really did we date though like, okay, well, what's your definition of date? Well, I mean, like, did we go out to dinners and stuff? Once. <laughs> what was our first date? Our first date. Oh, you remember? twice. It was twice. Our first date was at Taco Mac. Oh, yeah, it was. By the movie theater <laughs> yeah. over here. Because yeah. I lived over here, which yeah. is funny because you moved right down the street from where I used to live. Yeah. And then you left me. Yes. And I moved in town. Um, and then the second time that we went out to dinner was, uh, well, we attempted a third. It was when you had oh, my the, God. When the gift have, card. Okay. <laughs> And it was raining. It was pouring. We got so wet. And you so got wet. aggressively lost. Yes, I did. And it, I could barely see. It was pouring. It wasn't just raining, folks. It was like. Cats and dogs. Cats and dogs. And I was like looking Torrential for. Torrential downpour. Yeah, it was, it was not a good scene. And I, I was looking for this California pizza kitchen. But <laughs> which was non-existent. Which, when we pulled up to the address of California Pizza Kitchen, it was not there. No, and I don't even remember what was there. But we went to Chick-fil-A. Yes. So we rectified the situation. We went into Chick-fil-A and ate. Because we were like, screw it. We couldn't find California yeah. Pizza Kitchen. Let's just so go inside Chick-fil-A. we technically, okay, so that, I guess that would be number two because we went inside. <laughs> but everything else Chick-fil-A. And was, then the other one was Mellow Mushroom. We went yeah. to the Mellow Mushroom on, um, over on Powers Ferry. Yeah. Love me some Mellow. Well, yeah, you have a thing. You take all of your dates to either ta- Taco Mac or <laughs> Mellow Mushroom. Is that something I said on the previous You did, season? but and it's also true. <laughs> it's very true. It it's very thing. true. Mellow Mushroom. And Taco Mac yeah. are the two date locations. Yeah, which, which are not bad date locations. But I've been told actually uh, that uh, you shouldn't eat pizza on a first date and you shouldn't eat wings because. Definitely not wings. Yeah. But I, pizza you could pull off. I think you could eat pizza on a first I date. Thought, I thought pizza was a fine first I date think thing. Pizza's fine. Don't do wings though. I literally had that conversation last night because I was eating like olives that had a pit in them. I was like, I'm really glad that like. This isn't like the first time I'm meeting this person because like wings and stuff like that. Don't eat on a first date. Olives with pits. Don't do it. Things with forks or like dainty finger foods. Yeah. Yeah. Like a chicken finger is very different than a chicken wing. Yeah. Because chicken wings can be messy depending on the sauce or rub. Yes. I hate that word. Yeah. For for dry dry rub. Dry rub. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. There's there's (laughs) not a better word we can give for it. No. Can we just call it like texture? I think that might be worse. <laughs> you think so? Let me order some textured wings. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Can I order some rubbed wings? I mean, that's not great either. <laughs> and don't order that on a first date. Like, ooh, I want some rubbed wings. Ugh. I'll have some wings rubbed. And she just looks across <laughs> at you like, I'm going to the but bathroom like, and I'm taking my purse and I'm actually but even just worse than that would be because like some places call them like wet wings. Oh yeah. I don't like that. Dry or wet. Or, yeah. It's yeah. like, don't order that on a first date no. either. Throw a wink in if you really want to like make her yeah. run, like order wet wings and wink. Yes. Uh, hello, sir. What would you like tonight? I would like my wings wet. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> yeah. I would have, I would head for the hills on that one. Um, But 
did I cut you off again on your story about I have no what idea. we were doing? Oh, you so were we asking, basically just casually dated casually for dated. how long? Like two, three months. It felt uh, like it's, forever. It's honestly, for, honestly, it's unclear. It's un, It's very unclear because we also didn't have a defined end to seeing each no, other. No, we kind of just like stopped, just stopped, like cold turkey. It just stopped, which sucked. Yeah, I mean, at least on my end. Oh, it sucked no, on my end. No, no, no. Too. I remember now. You told me that you saw somebody else and you wanted to continue with that person. Oh well, then that's a fair thing that I did. Yeah, very fair, but still, I was upset. I was hurt. Well, I think that. I think that our stories combined is where the real truth lies because I think that I had started to see that person more when I yeah. wasn't seeing you as much. Yes. And I think by the time I like reached out, it was too late. you uh, were you like, yeah, chance. I'm kind of uh, doing something with someone. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Cause there was, there had to have been some break. Cause I was actually seeing you the most out of anyone for a hot minute. How often did we hang? Was it like once or twice a week? Yeah. Wow. Until we weren't. <laughs> We had uh, some terrific hanging outs. Oh, yeah. No, it was At always fun. At least in my thought, I had. Oh, I no, I had a great. great time. Yeah, you were great. Well, and then we, even though we like semi-ghosted each other, or I don't even remember telling you that, but good on me that I was open and honest. Mm-hmm. You were Bon-ed, pretty open. Bonus points for me. Bonus points for um, you. I was going to say something that just floated yep. away. Yep. Um, you. Dating. Oh, that we semi-ghosted each other but we still followed each other on social media yeah and we would like snapchat every once in a while so you still like existed in my world and anytime you would like post an instagram story or like post an instagram i did and i was always like i would see you pop up and i'm like oh i kind of miss him yeah it was it was kind of a bummer i missed you too yeah but now here we are here we are being friends being friends it's delightful podcast co-host you never thought you'd be here i never thought that i would do a podcast was I doing them at the time? No. Um, but you were writing a novel. <laughs> oh, my God. I was writing a novel, but were, that stopped. You wrote a novel. You were writing a novel. Um, and the first time that we ever hung out, you read me the first chapter. I sure as hell did. And I sat there and listened to it. <laughs> you know the thing about girls giving um, nicknames to their Tinder and, like, Hinge yeah. dates, right? What did I? What was I called? Novel you, boy? No, even better. Oh, what was I? <laughs> you had you had a rotating list of nicknames, um, all supplied by my best friend. Um, my favorite two are the Great American Poet. Oh my god! Um, and Emily Dickinson. <laughs> I th- guys, this is the first I'm hearing of this. That's yeah, no, I've hilarious. never, I've never told you Emily that Dickinson. Emily Dickinson. I love that because, like, on a first date, if you read the first chapter of your novel to a girl, she might want to go put her head in the oven. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. She's gonna text me like, "You read your first, <laughs> you idiot." I wish I could go back in the in time. And right before I was going to pull out that novel, I would just like just take the, the phone. phone and well, and it like, was so funny because you were like, I want to show you something. And you reached for your phone and I was like, it'll be a picture of a dog. It'll be like something really casual, like a YouTube video. No, you read me the first chapter of your novel. Jesus. Where were we? In my in room. Your, in your room. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. I can't believe I read you a novel. Yeah, that did. was actually really good. It actually was, but uh, it, it low key was pretty good. It was pretty fucking good because I'm a good writer, but um, but also don't if you, here's the best advice that we're giving you so far: don't read your novel on a first date. Okay, no, no wings, no wings, no and no novel novels. reading. 
No wings and no novels. And like, honestly, don't read anybody else's novel either. Like, don't read an excerpt from a book to somebody on a first date trying to impress them because it won't work. Wow. Mm-mm. You heard right here first. <laughs> Man, I just, as I'm talking, I sound like horrible. And I, I mean, I'm hearing you here, but not in my like headphones. Yeah. So I don't know what it I only like usually put the headphones on to sound check, but I found myself, I, I need I'm to get another, by your voice. well that, and I need to, I need to get another couple sets of headphones so everybody can hear how they sound. I don't want to know how I sound. I don't like the sound of my own voice. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> Hannah doesn't like the sound of her voice, She's but not. you know what Hannah does like? Oh Lord. Is talking about maintaining relationships I and do it's indeed and it's actually kind of a good story for or a good topic for us yeah because we did not maintain a relationship well we maintained something over the we past did. couple years we didn't maintain an intimate relationship yes. we maintained an interpersonal relationship yes they're very different yes um so that you maintaining relationships is difficult it is. It, it's hard. like Across the board with any kind of relationship. <clears throat> yeah, like whether it's relationship with your siblings, your parents, your friends from college, your friends from high school. Coworkers. Coworkers, ex-girlfriends or boyfriends. Mm-hmm. It's hard. And then like right now when you're throwing in a global pandemic and the biggest way that you could keep in contact with people, especially like April through July, Just call them. was only virtually. And like, I'm a person that doesn't like phone calls and video chats. I've had to learn to be okay with them. Yeah. Um, so maintaining relationships during a global pandemic is just a whole nother level. Yeah. But in general, we're going to pretend <laughs> for a minute that COVID it doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's not real. Yeah. It, it, it's very real. Take it seriously. It's not real. Uh, <laughs> COVID ain't real. You know that. It's not real. <laughs> it uh, ain't real. No. But um, we're, we're going to discuss perfect world relationships. Yes. As if COVID doesn't exist. So we're able to be in public acceptably. Um, do you think it'll ever go back to the way it was? Yes and no. I think that some things are still going to exist. Like, I wish that we had been staying six feet away from people in the grocery store forever. That's delightful. Well, you see, like. Give me my space. W- whenever I'm like. Because I've, I've had circumstances, we'll get to maintain relationships. This is the first episode of this new pod, so we're, we're just going off. And Hannah's great, so we're just going to keep bullshitting. Um, when you're in the grocery store and somebody gets close, to, or you get close to somebody, and I had a situation where someone was like, whoa, and like they backed away. I was like, motherfucker, we were, people stood close to each other for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, and now you're going to pretend like it matters. But see, I've always wanted a bigger bubble. And like really? I've, asked you people, have? I've asked people to back up I have standing n- in a line before COVID. I have no sense of personal space. I, I, yeah, that makes sense. Another thing, <laughs> I went to my MacBook like almost died on me the other day. So I had to go to the Apple store. It sounds like a in nightmare. the mall of Georgia. Nightmare, nightmare fuel. Mall of Georgia uh, in order to get some service on it. And the way they had it set up is that so, you know, Apple stores, you, you walk in and they're completely open. There's people everywhere. Mm-hmm. The way they had it set up was almost like you go, you walk into the entrance of the store and it's almost like you're buying a movie ticket. Like, Interesting. there's three windows and each of them has the little microphone or whatever. Okay. And it's like, there's like a little slot that you can slide your device underneath for the person to take a look at. But you're talking face to face to this person with a, with plexiglass. with plexiglass in front of you. And it, it looks like you're about to buy a movie ticket or something. That's very interesting. And the rest of the store is closed off. It's like you walk in, take three steps, and then the boom, it's like movie ticket central. And um, 
oh, so the way they had it going is like, obviously like people need help, but they're not going to just like let people flood in and yeah. make lines or whatever. So they created their own line with like the, you know, the, the like little the, ropey thingies. The ropey thingies. Yeah. Um, I wonder what those are called. I've always wondered that. I don't know. The stuff that if you mess with it a little too much, like it it'll break, it'll pop off and break. You're super embarrassed and, and you have like, to like fix it and fumble. Yep, and you're like, oh God, I'm going to Because I yeah. do that as a 27 year old. All the time. All the way like back to when I was a kid. I'm like, oh, I'm going to mess with it. And then I fuck it up. Yeah. Every single time. Every time. So then we, so I'm standing in this line and I, and, and on the ground there's little uh, stickers that yeah. say like, you should stand here. You should hit stand here. This is six feet apart. And I found myself like Having by, by accident, on not like staying on it. And the woman in front of me, like was a little older and she kind of like inched forward and I was like, oh shit, I f- forgot there's a pandemic going on. I'm not allowed to stand close to that There's literally woman. a physical marker on the ground. You can't be like, I'm going to stay inside this physical barrier. I had trouble with it apparently. I mean, I, I relocated to the sticker, but. But sh- you were just wandering. But I was kind of like wandering. I was on my phone. I was kind of like pacing and then once i saw her move forward i was like oh shit i need to get back to the circle you know where it's really hard to do that is the grocery store because they space them exactly six feet out but they don't account for carts oh yeah so then like it should be bigger than that so that your cart is accounted for in the space so you're not like on top of each other only a cart away because the cart's not six feet a cart's like what, like th- two feet, three two, feet, two, three tops, three. three and then feet if you're at Kroger long. and you're using the little ones, it's less than. Well, that. I love those little carts. I can't go back to a regular sized cart no. ever again because also the little cart makes it so that you uh, you can zip around people. That and it it kind of encourages you to not load up the cart. True. However, I have seen back when I worked at Kroger, I have seen people load those puppies up. Guilty. <laughs> yeah, I've done it once or twice too. Guilty. But how did we get here? How, I also I didn't know you ever worked at Kroger. How did I not know what? that? What? You didn't know that? No. Wow. When did you work at Kroger? Back when I first moved to Georgia when I was in college. Early years of college. That's I worked wild. at I worked at Kroger with that guy over there that lives in the uh, that lives in this apartment as well, Jordan. Shouts to you. I know he's listening. He loves what are we? Uh, that's wild. Yeah, and that's how we met, and that's how I met a lot of the people. One of my binge boys co-hosts I met through Kroger. That's awesome. Yeah. I need to go. Obviously, that's how I need to go make friends is work at Kroger. Yeah, go to Kroger. Because let me tell you, making friends as an adult, incredibly difficult. It's very difficult. We'll probably make that uh, an uh, its episode on its own. Don't worry about it. It's on the list. It sure is. I already put it there. Yes, it is. You did. Maintaining relationships, though. <laughs> um. Maybe we should have been done bullet points because this is tough. This is a broad topic. It really is. But, okay, so let's start with parents. Yeah, parents is a great place to start. So I'm... Or like family members in general. Right. So I'm in a lucky place where my parents live 25 minutes away and I was just with them last night. Did I say... Did I tell you... Did I say why I was hungover? Yes. Okay. But you haven't told everyone else. Oh. Well, my parents... I thought I did. Maybe told, I did. You told me when okay. I got here because I asked. I said, "What got you this aggressively hungover?" I'm violently hungover. My parents did. I, Which me goes and, to show what kind of relationship you have with your parents if y'all are partying like this. According to Catherine, I told my parents I loved them last night way more than I have probably in the past twelve years of my life. Alcohol will do that. And uh, my dad turns fifty next week, and uh, 
they invited me and my roommates and a couple family friends over. Nothing crazy. It probably would have been much larger if, if COVID wasn't a thing. Um, but Because based off of your Instagram, your dad's kind of a party animal. and like He, he is a party host. animal. He loves hosting. He's just like me. Or I'm just like him. Yeah, it makes sense. I love hosting. I love being the ringleader. Uh, you know. Yes, no. 100%. Love being it. the ringleader. Really? That was straight sarcasm. Oh, really? You are hungover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love being the ringleader. I love hosting. He does too. They had a few people over. We had drinks and drinks and drinks and more drinks. And more drinks. Um, I probably took like four or five shots. This is embarrassing, but I'm going to air this out. I'm so ready for this. Last night, Catherine drove Turner and I home. Turner's the other roommate. Shouts to Turner. He's not listening to this. He doesn't support me, asshole. Um, I'm just kidding, Turner. Uh, but I'm not. Uh, well, since he doesn't listen, he won't know. Exactly. So, uh, Turner really wanted Taco Bell, and so did Catherine. Naturally. So, they went into the through the Taco Bell drive-thru. T- Catherine was our DD. She drove... And apparently, I had to pee really bad. Oh, no. So apparently, while she was ordering, I stepped out of the car and peed in a nearby bush. Stop it. Apparently. You don't remember this? I do. Very vaguely. (laughs) I stepped out and peed in a bush and went back. Was it the Taco Bell, like, over here? Or was it closer to your parents' house? Yeah, it was over here. And there's right. a no cover at that Taco Bell. Exactly. I just got out and beat. It was also like 1 a.m., so there wasn't like many cars out or anything. I'm pretty sure there was no one behind us. I checked before we got out. I was at like, least you did that. So I well, got so, out. She broke a cardinal rule of DD number one. You put the child locks on. Yeah. She should have done that. Um, silly Catherine. Uh, but I got out and peed in the bush outside of Taco Bell while she was taking her order. That is not how you maintain a relationship, and you need to go thank Catherine. Yes, I did. This for morning. up with your tomfoolery. And apparently I got home and hugged the toilet. I don't even think I got sick. I just, like, put myself in front of the toilet because I knew just in case, like, if I do get sick, at least I'm right here. And apparently I passed out there and slept there for, like, two hours. Yikes. I don't remember that I'm at really all. I'm really impressed that you're, like, upright and vertical right now. I do not remember. As soon as you leave, I'm going to take a nap. As you should. Yeah. But if, if that's how bad you feel, you're actually doing a really good job because you don't look that bad. I you don't look pee in a Taco Bell parking lot bad. Yeah, I peed in a Taco Bell parking lot last night. That's not which how you is actually a fucking awesome. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's gonna, fantastic. I'm gonna tell that story for generations to come. As you should. Um. Oh. So your relationship Lord. with your parents. Yeah. So luckily, I'm in a good place with my parents. Um, I've actually gotten to the point where my parents are more like friends That's than, awesome. than my parents, uh, especially because my brother and sister are now both in college and out of the house. They're empty nesters. And you're the closest one. And here. I'm the closest one. And uh, I am the firstborn. Um, but I find myself wanting to hang out with my parents more. That's awesome. Like I want to. That's really cool. Yeah, it's something I never thought I would have, especially. But now since I have Catherine, she's kind of helped me with that because it's like a lot of our friends, with the exception of a few couples, aren't in super serious relationships, so we don't have a lot of opportunities to do like couple friend stuff. So your parents, so became my your parents became my couple friends. Exactly. That's awesome. So welcome to adulthood. That's yeah. how you know you're an adult is when you go on double dates with your parents. That's exactly right. So we go out all the time, like 
all the time. I'm jealous. That's awesome. Yeah, we we go to breweries together. We go to movies together. I mean, again, pre-COVID, we we haven't been to a movie together in are movie theaters even open? nine months. I don't think so anymore. I don't think they're going to survive. No, I don't think they're. In gonna fact, come back did you hear? Everything's digital. The other day. Warner Brothers was just like, hey, so every single movie that we're releasing in theaters in 2021, every single movie uh, we're going to put on HBO Max. I'm not surprised. The day of. I'm not surprised. For free. Yeah, movie theaters are done. Yeah. They could not maintain Uh, that relationship. (laughs) Unfortunately, uh, I I love the movie theater experience. Did we ever go to a movie together? We did not. We watched movies. Oh, yeah, we did. (laughs) (laughs) but we did actually watch them yes we did because you you love movies i'm pretty sure the first day you made me watch a movie on your couch in your living room yeah because you were nervous about my roommate so i was like we have to be out where you can like go ahead and encounter him yes that's right i was very nervous about him yeah because i was you lived with a guy i lived with a guy my best friend um is a guy and we lived together for a year and a half wow so my parents. Yes. <laughs> so we, we, we next time let's do bullets. Next this is time. fun though. This is fun. I Shit hope we haven't lost them. <laughs> no. I think I this is also, a pretty entertaining conversation. Well, and I guess we also should have at the beginning talked about how the pod is getting a little bit reorganized from like not just talking about like dating relationships, sure, but sure. we are expanding into talking about all different subjects relating to all relationships and like relationships in social media and sure. going yes. for more than just like yours and Lindsay's dating experiences to like relationships broader. So that's how we ended up on maintaining relationships as a topic today. Yes, correct. We we're doing, I'm I'm kind of taking what are we and exploring or we are taking what are we and exploring all kind of topics around the table instead of just like dating back and forth. Like instead of us just like talking about uh, cheating, for example, is something we covered in season one, but we're going to cover it again with, um, Amanda, she, she's had some cheating real experiences and we're going to just talk about cheating in general, but, um, but we're going to tackle the relationship subjects like more broader because like you can cheat on a, a best friend. You like, can, you can cheat. That's a real thing. You can cheat on your siblings. Like you can, you can cheat in more ways than just and love. There's, when there's different types of cheating, y'all are going to do yeah, that. Yeah, sure, we're going to do like, that. But, but like there's emotional cheating, physical cheating. Yeah, yeah we're going to do all of the above. Thing. So that's why we're tackling for the first episode, maintaining relationships. So I've already covered my parents' relationship. I don't have to try hard at all to maintain that relationship because my parents are very generous people and very nice and very welcoming. So I don't have to worry really about that. What about you? What about your parents? I'm definitely in a different situation. My parents and I get along well. Um, I grew up in Southwest Georgia. Um, you have to pull out your passport to make it down to the part of Georgia that I live in. You got to really? get your passport stamped. Really? Yes. Um, so my parents live Wait, about, really? no. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. still in America. It doesn't feel like it, but it's still in America. <laughs> um, so my parents live about three and a half hours away. Um, but when I moved out of my parents' house at 18, like I left without turning back. I was like, mm, I will not be down here again. Um, my mom and I definitely get along better now that I don't live in Albany. And my dad and I have always been pretty close. Um, 
my dad is really great at maintaining relationships because um, my dad doesn't have a huge circle of friends that live in Albany. My dad was really good about maintaining his college relationships throughout his entire life, but most of them don't live where my parents live. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was in college, my dad started writing me letters. So he would handwrite me letters and I would wow. get at least one week and I've saved all of them. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So like he started doing that. And then both of my parents, I'm in a group chat with my parents and a group chat with like me, my parents and my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the group chat with my parents, both of my parents text me every morning to say like, good morning. They text me wow. every night to say good night. And then I talk to my mom on the phone, like maybe once a week. I talk to my dad on the phone more often because I have to like ask him adulting questions. Like what do I do with my taxes? Yeah. Um, especially now that I'm an independent contractor, I'm like, I need help. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. Big sparkly spicy adult help. Yeah. Um, so I talk to my dad on the phone probably a little bit more, but it's shorter conversations, but my parents and I stay in contact texting. And then during the pandemic, we started doing, um, like we would do stuff. virtual happy hour with my family because wow, all of us are above <laughs> legal drinking age. That's hilarious. Um, so it was actually my family and then my parents' best friend's family. So it was the two families together would do a virtual happy hour and we would just get wasted on really? Zoom that's, like, during the pandemic. That's hilarious. Yeah. So I'm probably, the pandemic actually probably made me closer to my parents because I couldn't go see them and I don't go down to my parents' house very often. Mm-hmm. Um, Are your parents yeah. super like, I want to say like COVID conscious, cautious are they like don't come down here or are you just choosing i'm choosing not to like at thanksgiving i kept a mask on and social distanced the whole time at thanksgiving and my parents and my brother didn't wow but i did so like i ate separate from them but like i could still see them and talk to them my Um, my family uh maybe that means we're i've heard this expression for the first time last night covid idiots i've heard that have you yeah that's the first time i heard it last night maybe we were covid idiots but I think the way that my family views it is like we're family. Like if my parents also both have had COVID. um, So they both actually have the immunity thing. The antibodies. Yes. So uh, I don't, I'm not concerned about getting it from them. So if people want to shame me for hanging out with my parents and stuff without a mask on, Go fuck yourself. Because well, both of my parents have pre existing conditions. And oh, then yeah. my little brother yeah. is in grad school in Texas. Oh, wow. And How so is COVID in Texas? It's not real. Like, they don't think that COVID is real. Like, they just go out I mean, and do not, things. I mean, it's not, but. <laughs> um, but, like, he and his cohort will, like, go out and do things together. And they don't socially distance because they're always together. Um, so then, like, that made me a little uncomfortable. And then I work with individuals with special needs. Um, and they don't wear masks when I'm at work and I'm worried about passing it to my patients or getting it from my patients and passing it to someone else. Um, so I'm usually pretty social distance and mask conscious just because of the populations I work with and like Mm -hmm. all of that. I usually keep a mask on at at work. We, we keep masks on pretty often. Um, I usually, if I go anywhere in public, um, where groups of people are, I usually wear a mask just because I don't also just don't want to get shamed if I don't yeah. wear one because I hate the looks people social, give you. Social if you forget shame your is mask. a real thing. If you forget your mask, uh, people will give you like the the stare as if like you're a serial killer being put on well, death row. And They're I think like, even Look at that most asshole. or like the more, the more in town you go, the more likely you are to get shamed about not wearing a mask. Like if you're in like central Atlanta, they're like, right. no. They will call you on. out straight yes. up, yeah. And there's been times that I'll forget my mask 
and just, and I'll have to, I'll like get somewhere and I'll see like the face covering required thing. And I was like, fuck. And I have to walk all the way back to the car because I just forgot. Like yeah. it's, it's still not after eight, nine months. It's still not nature for me to. When I wear two masks and a face shield at work. So it's just like become part of my life. But like even that plays into maintaining relationships. Cause like right now you and I aren't wearing masks nope. and you can see my entire face and read my facial expressions. I sure can. But like nonverbal communication is so important in addition to verbal communication. Like I could be saying one thing, but if my mask is covering most of my face, you could be meaning another one. Exactly. Well, you know what I think COVID has actually done amazing for people is that people are actually making eye contact yes. now when they talk. Yes. If anything, I've noticed my friends and family's eyes more. Mm-hmm. As weird and as as weird as that sounds, like... But it's the most of their face that you can see. Yeah. So people, I think, are looking at each other's features more, which, yeah. is, which is nice. But anyway, back to relationships. So we've established our parents' relationships. What about... What about college? Do you keep in touch with any of your college friends? I don't. I didn't really have any friends in college. So I <laughs> I was in a sorority. Oh, wow. You were? I was. I didn't know that. Yes, I was in a sorority. I didn't join as a freshman. My freshman year of college was super rush. I want or super rough. I wanted to transfer out. Um, I'm a University of Georgia grad. Go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Um, so I wanted to transfer out, and my mom was in a sorority when she was there. And she was like, you need to go through recruitment before you decide to transfer out. So I went through recruitment as a sophomore and it changed the experience versus being a freshman. Sure. Um, and so I ended up in my sorority and I made really good friends. They ended up being my roommates. And I couldn't tell you why we aren't still in touch. Like my, one of my roommates and I had a falling out and I honestly could not tell you, like it was a fight falling out. Really? And I couldn't tell you why that ended so poorly. And then most people just drifted apart. And I'm that way with most relationships in my life. If I don't have like easy access to you in person, because I'm notoriously bad about staying in contact through technology. If I don't have the ability to see you in person, it's really hard for me to maintain a relationship. Um, so I just drift apart from people. And there are people that I still consider some of my best friends, but I talk to them maybe once or twice a year. Well, yeah, one of my but none buddies, from college. I don't have any friends from college. If if you're no, I don't have friends from college. No, not that I stay in contact with, or at least that's not like just an Instagram message. Like I, I don't. I didn't really like make friends, and I kind of had like this mentality in college that I am here to learn and go the hell home. Really, I did not care about shit in college. I wanted to get my degree and get the fuck out. I'm kind of surprised by that because you're so social. I know. But like when I was at school, like I just wanted to, like, I didn't want to be there. I just, I, I hated, I'll, I'll be honest. I hated college, but because. Do you think it was about where you went to school versus. No. I mean, if I, if I had done the full college experience and went and lived on campus, lived in a dorm, I probably would have had more fun, but I hated college. This is, this is the first time I'm openly thinking about that, but I hated college, but I I, I liked college. I loved grad school. That's when I really like came out of my shell and like found my personality and my people was grad school. I, um, I I don't know. I just, this is the first time I'm really truly thinking about it. That is disgusting. 
you are eating just the okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna stop because you. No, no, no. You can, you can. No, you can keep going. Okay, well, now I have to like explain myself. I'm what's called a circle eater, so I have to eat all of one thing before I move on to the next. Oh, that's thing. that's how I am. Yeah. You will never see me. But if, with but with a chicken biscuit, it's because I want to put grape jelly on the biscuit, but you can't put grape jelly on an egg or on chicken. Oh boy, yeah. No, I I I'm also a circle eater. I didn't know that was the term. Mm-hmm. Um, I if if the plate comes at a restaurant, you will never see me eat a couple fries, go to the main dish. No. I eat monsters. I, okay, do you eat sides first or do you eat main dish first? I eat the side first. Same. Yeah, Me I too. eat the side first cuz the side is almost like the appetizer to the real meal. Yes. That's Nobody how I think of it. That. Nobody else gets it. Wow. wow. I didn't know we shared that. Give me nux. Wow. Um also, I love telling people to give me nux cuz I heard nux in a movie once and I was like, I'm just going to start asking people to give me nux. Um <laughs> I say it to little kids all the time whenever I'm around a child, which is oddly enough now that I'm saying it out loud, it sounds weird, but Whenever, like, one of my uh, family members has a young kid or a co-worker has a young kid, I'm always just like, give me Nux, kid. And and they understand. I, they, I say it a fair amount, too, but I also work with children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how did I get? College. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't love college, so I really didn't care to make relationships in college. Interesting. Um, however, I did make relationships... A few people come to mind, but I'm not in touch with them. I mean, we talk, we're friends on LinkedIn, we're friends mm-hmm. on social media, but we but are not, not friends. real friends. I'm probably they a bad friend. I'm a bad friend, probably, to them. I would say... If he's listening to this, shouts to George. That kid helped me through college. Shout out to you, George. You'll probably never hear this, but if you do, please text me, because then I just want to know if you listen or not. But... George helped me all through college and in all my classes, he, he probably did a lot of my work for me. I'll be completely honest and transparent. <laughs> um, George, you were my savior in school. I'll tell you that. Well, I think that you and I are actually similar in that aspect where I definitely don't think that you're a bad friend. Cause like you're fiercely loyal and like your people are your people. Yeah. But I think that it's also one of the like convenience things and ability to be actually around them. Cause like these guys mm-hmm. are like, your best friends and I know that y'all are together and doing stuff all the time. And like all of these people that are like doing the podcast with you, like if you were a bad friend, people wouldn't want to do things with and for you. Yeah. Um, but I think it's that maintaining the relationship is really hard if you don't have the convenience of easy access to people. I, I agree. So a lot of my high school friends have fallen victim for that. Because oh, I, I went no to friends from high school. I went to high school w- in Virginia and uh if if any of them are listening to this Hey, um, but, uh, a few of them I keep in touch with Mitch, Mitch is one of my co-hosts on the binge boys now. Um, and luckily COVID put us in touch cause I, I started reaching out to people that I hadn't talked to in a long time. Cause I, un- unlike what you said, I am very good at using technology to keep in touch with people there. I go about through my contacts like once or once or twice a week what? and just look at everybody and I think, Oh, I haven't talked to them in a second. I'm going to text them. You might be a sociopath. I might be, but I love catching up with people and learning about what people are doing and, and whatever. Actually, not, I think that's reversed. I'm probably the sociopath. Yeah, you're probably the asshole. I'm probably the good it's person me. here. Um, uh, yeah, I, that's wild. I've never done that. No, I do it all the time. All the time. I'll probably do it as soon as we're done recording. I thought you were taking a nap. <laughs> True. 
<laughs> that's taking precedence. But <clears throat> there actually is one friend that I don't keep in touch with from college, I guess, that I should. He was my ride or die, my best friend, uh, Josh. Do you remember me mentioning Josh? Was he at the Mellow Mushroom that one day that I came and was in the parking lot? I think he might have been. Maybe. I don't know. But um, Do you remember that? I'm sitting in your car and you told me those awful jokes. I remember it. I do not. But I'm also violently hungover, as I've stated. Well, see, that just goes to show that I cared more about our relationship than you did. I remember. Sometimes I thought that. Did you? Yeah, I actually did think that. I'm, I'm being, I'm joking and being an asshole, but I also actually thought that. Oh man, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't keep in touch with him as much as I should. I mean, he moved to San Diego after he graduated. He got a job in San Diego. That's a big move. It is. Um, it took him like four days to drive cross country. It's wild. It is. Um, and, uh, uh, well, one of the biggest problems is the time difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're three hours behind. So by the time I'm going to work, he's still sound asleep. By the time I'm at lunch, he's just now waking up. Yep. When I get off work and ready to chat, he's in the middle of his work day still. It doesn't work. No, my it best really friend, doesn't. my best friend from college lived in um, Tel Aviv, Israel for a while. Wow. And it was very hard to like keep in touch when she was on the other side of the world. Yeah, so it's it's difficult for that relationship, but... And then, uh, how about work relationships? Oh, that's a good one. I made tremendous relationships at Holder when I worked there. Um, no longer there. That's a life change that hasn't been discussed yeah, on this pod yeah, before. Have a shiny new job. Shiny new job. Um, which I think suits you. My new job? Yes. Yes, yes, 100%. I'm a big brand boy. I mm-hmm. love branding. I love social media. So that it all falls in my my real wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure you have a couple crumbs oh, in your no. hair. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Did I get it? Yeah. You, yeah, you did. Um, I saw two crumbs and I immediately got <laughs> fixated on those crumbs. I was like, you're staring at my hair and it's like, there's something up there. Yeah. So. Um, but I made tremendous friendships at Holder Turner roommate. One of the roommates is Mm -hmm. a product of that. Um, and I, before I got, uh, before I quit, I, um, Holder was one of those companies that will like give you everyone's phone number. When you work there, you installed like a portal or something on your phone. And I had everybody in the whole company's (laughs) uh, phone number. Um, so I, I screenshotted a couple of the contacts before I got, or before I left, um, to keep some relationships that I truly cared about. And That's nice. I, I have like 15 people out of, uh, out of all the people that I met that I kept their contact information, created new contacts for them. As soon as I lost their work contact, I just created a new contact for them and I keep up with those relationships. That's awesome. Uh, so Holder did that very well for me. So I'm blessed in the, in the work relationships, um, and now the people I work with are my age. They're on my level. It's so that that works, and I, I can tell that they're going to be people I keep in touch with for forever. That's awesome. Yeah. What um, about you? For me, so my history with work relationships is a little different because I've always worked with people around my age, and then I've also been a, probably a little too enmeshed and intertwined in some of those relationships. So we've already mentioned my former roommate Kyle that you met. Yes. Um, so Kyle and I met when we were still students. Um, Did you and Kyle school. ever try to do anything with each other? No. You never tried to date? 100% platonic. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay, but go on. People always ask us. And like, so that's part of this story. Kyle and I met as field work students when mm-hmm. we were in like the end of our training. Um, I'm an occupational therapist. That's what I do. I don't think yes. I've said that. Yes. Um, so we were occupational therapy students and we met at our field work and there were three students to one caseload, like one group of patients, which is not enough to fill your summer. Um, this was summer of 2017 and our field work was in our clinical supervisor's house. Like her clinic was out of her house in her basement. So we all got very close very quickly. So Kyle and I became best friends and I was living out in Lawrenceville commuting to Sandy Springs. Not fun, not a good time. So I started crashing at his place and we just became really good friends. So then once school was over, he lived in, he was, he's from Indiana He was like, I think that I want to live in Atlanta. Like, what are you doing after graduation? And I had applied for jobs in like Virginia, North Carolina. I was out of here. And he was like, but what if we took this job together and became roommates? And I was like, oh yeah, nothing could go wrong there. Great idea. So Kyle and I ended up living together and we took our first jobs together. And our first job encouraged like enmeshed relationships with clients and also with each other. So then we were like two in each other's businesses and it was like too gossipy. And that's one of the reasons that I left my first job um, was there was like some bullying and gossip and other stuff going Mm. on. It was not great. Um, But I made one really good friend there and she lives in Athens now and we stay in contact pretty well. We talk on the phone all the time and we make an effort to see each other once a month. Wow. Great. And we put in the effort for that. Um, but then at the job where I am now, I've actually made some really good friends that I've, I think that I'm doing a decent job maintaining. I'm seeing one of them tomorrow, but we like text outside of work. We make an effort to talk about things outside of work. Like our relationship isn't based purely on work. We like actually know each other and talk about non-work things, but with what we do for a living, it becomes part of your life. It Mm -hmm. leaches into everything. Not great work-life balance. Um, so the relationships that I've been able to maintain, I've had to put effort into like putting aside being an occupational therapist and be a person. Gotcha. So that's also part of maintaining the relationships with those people is like compartmentalizing. What's, what's your relationship like with your brother? That's a great question. Um, Charles and I, that's Charles, my brother's name. Charles. That's his name. That's awesome. Yes. I love that. Yes. His name is Charles. Um, he is 23, right? Did he turn 24? No, he's 23. Oh, you lived with him. Yes, he lived with me over the summer. Oh, I, I'm sitting here and pretending like I've never heard you speak of your brother, but he fucking lived with yeah, you. I saw his me. bedroom. Yes, he lived with I me When I saw your summer. old apartment. Yeah. So he is a graduate of the University of Georgia. Go dogs! <laughs> my entire family is. Oh, they are? Yeah. Everybody? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Like me, my mom, my dad, my brother, all of wow, us. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes. Um, but my grandfather's a Georgia Tech grad. Point of contention in the family. <laughs> <laughs> so he was a senior this past year. So he was finishing his senior year when COVID hit. And so he left Athens and moved in with me from April to June. And it would have been throughout the whole summer, except he blew his knee out again and had to go back to Albany for knee surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, our relationship is okay. We don't text a lot. He usually texts me if he has like, girl drama or needs like advice about school but we are in better contact than we used to be and it's the same with my mom me moving out of the house helped our relationship a lot wow um so like i would consider my brother my friend but we're not in consistent contact but like now when we do hang out it's like hanging out with a friend 
he's not my shithead little brother. He's Charles. He has a name now. I don't, I probably, when you and I were seeing each other, I referred to him as shithead and not by his name, which is probably why you didn't know his name. I've always called him shithead or shithead in polite company. I love the shithead (laughs) thing. It's shithead. Shithead. Um, but yeah, no, my relationship with my brotherhood, we probably should talk more. And when we do talk, it's like really deep in depth conversations. Um, he's a delightful guy. You would really like him. Y'all are actually really similar. Y'all have very similar personalities. Really? So we're both Kings. Yes. That's actually spot on. Um, he's the second child. I am the first child. Um, and he is 100% the baby of the family. Really? And he's the youngest cousin on both sides. Oh, so he okay. was just like a baby across the board. So he's just board. baby across the board. Yes. Got you. Got you. <sighs> wow. Yeah. So that takes us through some friends, some coworkers. Some family. Some family. Wow. What's left? Dating? How to maintain a dating relationship? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we did. Okay. Did we, though? I mean, there was we a period better. of time where we didn't talk. Well, we did better when we weren't dating anymore. I think we have, aside from the hooking up portion, portion uh, I think we're closer than we've ever been. Yes, I agree yes. with that. Uh, I think, but we also talk more than we ever have. I'm a really big pro- supporter of the. Just because we didn't work out when we dated, doesn't why mean we not, can't be friends. Why can't we just be friends? Um, and men I, and women can be friends, and they can be friends after hooking up. And I never would have thought that I was gonna be the person to say that after I'm done dating you, I want to be friends with you. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've learned in recent years. I was like, you know what, like. We're all just out here trying to get our bag. We're all trying to eat. We're all just out here doing our thing. Like, why can't we just be friends? When that's like leeching into like making friends as an adult. Like I was using Tinder as a way to like have human interaction and make friends. But so many people, like if you don't work out dating, they're like, they write you off and they're done with you. Mm-hmm. But like, why? There's like, there are people that I've had a really good connection with, but didn't have the romantic spark. And I'm like, I, and I got introduced to like their group of friends and really liked their group of friends too. But when we stopped dating, I would lose that person and lose their group of friends and lose an entire network. And I'm like, but we all got along really well. Why does it have to stop just because I don't want to pursue a romantic relationship with you? Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I, it depends for me. Like I will want to be your friend if we had a relationship like me and you had, like if we saw each other for a couple months, like if we were like a thing, but if we went on one or two dates, like I was, I wasn't going to maintain that relationship. When I also think you have to be in that sweet spot where it can't be, you only saw each other one or two times, or you can't have like defined the relationship and been officially like in a committed relationship and stay friends. Like it can happen, but I think we were in that sweet spot in between where we had seen each other enough, but we never defined the relationship. I think there, there's, yeah, there's a, there's a different, um, I think across my, all of my ex relationships, there are people that I would love to be friends with that, but, but I'm not. Uh, because that's that's their choice. I would love to be friends with all of my ex-girlfriends. Because all relationships of any kind are a two-way street. And they if are. one person isn't consenting to the relationship anymore, you can't have one no matter how bad you want it. You can't. Um, there's, I would, there's your sound advice. That actually sounded great coming out of my mouth. That was great. Wow. 
Here's uh, a plug to show that I actually like have multiple degrees in this. <laughs> I would I would love to be friends with all of my ex-girlfriends. I, if they all hear this, I, I would love to be friends. Um, but uh, things happen and, and sometimes you can't control that. Well, there's also always a reason why a relationship isn't working. And if you're in a committed romantic relationship there's usually an aggressive reason why that's not going to work, which also bleeds into your interpersonal friendship. And when you're in a romantic relationship, your personal relationship and your romantic relationship aren't separate anymore. You can't compartmentalize that. Like it's all enmeshed. Like when you're dating someone, they hopefully become your best friend, but they're also your romantic partner and you can't separate those two people. Mm -hmm. You can't. Yeah. It's not possible. No, it's not. So, like, if we had to list off the key points to maintaining a relationship, they would be communication. What else do you need to maintain a relationship? Yeah. That's number one to me. And there's all different kinds of communication. Um, and a lot of things fall under co- communication, like ability to compromise. Um, honesty. Appropriate honesty. We don't need radical honesty. That doesn't work for anybody. Yeah, you're right. Radical honesty is never good. (laughs) What else do you need to maintain a relationship? I think the main thing is communication. Like how many of your relationships have fallen by the wayside purely because of communication? Like you can pinpoint it's because we didn't communicate. And we didn't communicate at the same level. My serious relationships? Any relationship. Whether it be friend co-worker like a huge My, fight with a co-worker because you weren't saying the same things or listening to each other i think the the time change with josh um i think i blame that but i could reach out more and so could he because communication's a two-way street he doesn't reach out exactly it only works one person has to reach out first but if the other person doesn't reciprocate or also reach out it doesn't work he doesn't reach out um but I could reach out more. When I literally have a string of text messages from a guy that I had met on Tinder that literally speaks to this. Um, I, oh man, I'm trying to think. Maybe, no, I don't know, damn. Uh, with this guy, we had not gone on a first date yet. Had not This even, guy you haven't even gone out with? He and I had not gone out on a first date. So he texted me yesterday, um... And was like, I was excited to meet you, but you may never made an effort to reach out and initiate contact. Hard to keep interest when someone doesn't show any in return. Um, and he had not reached out to me all week. Um, and I said, I'm hoping that came out a little more harsh than you anticipated because communication is a two-way street. As it stands, I texted you last and you didn't text again after that. Additionally, phones work two ways. You can text me as well as I can text you. I may not have reached out, but you didn't as well. Like, there it is. He was bl- he was putting it on me for not reaching out. Mm-hmm. He didn't reach out either. Mm-hmm. It's a two-way street, bro. Two-way street. You think you'll hear this? I don't know. Probably not. No, you because, don't think so? Well, because that conversation ended with, we aren't finding equal footing with communication. We're, we're done we're here. Done. Yeah. We're done. Does he follow you on social media? No. Oh, okay. We hadn't even gone on a first date. Doesn't oh, exist true, in my world. True, he doesn't. Number's yeah. not even saved in my phone. What's his name? No idea. Really? Let's see. You have no idea? Let's go look. Uh, he already doesn't exist in my world. Um, 
how to go back to the beginning. This makes me sound like the garbage person, not him. Neither of us are garbage. We just didn't communicate. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of garbagey that I couldn't tell you his name right off the bat. Trent. Trent. No one likes a Trent. I don't know a single Trent that I like. I don't even know are, if I know a single Trent. There are names like that where you hear that name. Like, I don't have any positive associations with that name. Not a single one. Hmm, I'm trying to think of other names that I don't. I Most don't of mine are like X names. I'd be like, yeah, no, I wouldn't swipe right on somebody with that name. Would you date somebody with your previous with a previous name? If it's some like somebody with your ex fiance's name. So if I were trying to meet somebody purely by swiping, the answer would be no, because my initial reaction is seeing the name and swiping right. But if I met someone organically and like knew them and like met through a mutual friend or something, sure I would. Would you tell them? That their name, like if yeah, your relationship I mean, got would, serious. Well, it would come like, out, but like, yeah, I was previously engaged. And like, and when I tell stories, like I say his name. Yeah. What like, was his name? Josh? Cody. Cody. Yeah. That's right. Scumbag name. I don't have, well, nope, that's a damn lie. I have one good friend, or not, I want to say good friend. That could be a relationship I want, I want to work on in 2021 uh, and be better friends with this person. But I have one Cody in my life. Shouts to you, Cody, if you're hearing this. I'm surprised you haven't asked why my, my relationship with my ex-fiance didn't work. I don't even think that I have told you the full story, have I? I think you did. Did I? Maybe when you came over a couple, yeah. was that like two months ago? Yeah, so when we caught ago. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, communication. Communication. <laughs> is the main reason it didn't work. Maybe we'll save your fiance for another episode. That can be a whole episode. We'll do a whole thing. <laughs> it could be a whole thing. Okay, okay. Wow. Yeah, I feel like we've been doing this for a while, but it doesn't feel like it. Oh, wow. It's been an hour, an hour and five minutes. And I feel like we didn't even dive in deep enough. I feel like we need to do subsequent episodes for like each one is breakouts. My we mind could. is just whirling. This was just a good intro episode to the season and uh, and to you. One well, welcome to the Hot Mess Express because we're both on Hot it. Hot Mess Express, <laughs> you uh, you did fantastic. This was fun. This you are a very you've always been a very good communicator. You're a very good talker. Thank you. You're just like I am. You, you're very good at talking. And that's how we just went around in circles is because we both can talk all day. Yeah, we can. <laughs> well, this could be something that we do. I could do this. I could do a podcast by ourselves. We would never run out of things to talk about. No, there would always be something going on. But we also probably couldn't state a specific topic because we would never get to it. It would just be like just talking. Yeah, we'd just be shooting just shit for an hour. Yeah. Which would be great. And there it is. There's your new podcast. Oh, God. (laughs) Just add another one to the list, the very long list. I love doing them, but goddamn, sometimes I look at my schedule and I'm like... I'm in over my head. When you missed the perfect opportunity to plug every single podcast you do, tell the listeners, what's your list of podcasts? Okay. Well, I guess this brings us to the end. <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next time on episode two. However, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can do. You can, first of all, do you want to plug your socials? You're a development person. Do you want to leave your social media private? TBD. Okay. Uh, I'll let you think about it. I want... To be able to like have people reach out if they like want to, or like if I said something, they're like, tell me more, or like just want to make friends. Um, this is a plug for me socially. If anybody wants to be my friend, <laughs> I'm in the market for friends. Uh, but because I work with children, I'm super careful about my social media. Um, so TBD, I'm still deciding. I've actually been contemplating it ever since you asked me, like, do you want to be on the pod? I'm like, yes, I do. Um, but I work with children with special needs. Okay. 
we'll, we'll say TBD for now. TBD. Um, but uh, if if you want something to do, an action uh, an, an action item or an action call for this episode is go on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen, hit subscribe. Also on Apple Podcasts, uh, that's the one where it truly matters. Go and rate and review. It, it lets the show shoot to the top of the charts. The more ratings, the more reviews, the more attention Apple gets in its algorithm, and it's the more likely it is to list us in the dating and relationships category. So... Go go rate and review. It takes five seconds. Make me podcast famous. I'm going to show you how to do it as soon as we're done, unless you've done it already. So I did it on the old one, but then I haven't gone back yes. and done it since everything got deleted. Yeah, so I need everything to do got that. deleted. So we'll do it right after this. I'm going to make you. That's fine. Sit here and make me do it because TBH, I will forget. If I yep. don't do it right now, it's yep. just we're going to do it right It's out of my brain forever. Bet. All right, guys. Uh, Follow Watchdog Media on Instagram. That is the portal for everything that I do. If you don't want to follow five different Instagram accounts for five different podcasts, you can just follow Watchdog, and it tells you when every episode comes out. It tells you when a new article gets published. It tells you when there's an update in my or the people around me's life. So go follow it. It's Watchdog, two underscores, media. Boom. Again, watchdogmedia.com, or sorry, .net. Couldn't get that .com. I'm still fighting for it. Um, that's where you'll find that web form that you can fill out for the topics or suggestions or the stories or whatever. Reach out to us. We want to hear from yes, you. Yes, exactly. We want to hear it back from you. Because um, communication is a two-way street. We're talking to you. Now it's your job to talk back to us. If you have a specific host, too, like at, in, at the end of these first five episodes, you'll have met all of the the, the great female co-hosts I have. Um, and the... Uh, where was that going? Oh, if you want a topic for a specific host too, because oh, you that all could have be interesting. You all have different personality types, kind of. I mean, you'd all get along if I put you all in a room together. I feel like we should do an episode with all of us here and like doing like a panel, like a different perspective. I would love from that. Each that'd be, that'd be so on a fun. topic. That'd, that'd be, be so delightful. That would be amazing. That'll be a special episode. Maybe a there's fin- the season, maybe a finale. season finale right there. Yep. Um. So. Yeah. See, I'm just the idea person. You are. That's what I'm here. Everybody for. around me comes up with all these ideas and I and I use them and then they're like, you know, you should give me credit. And I'm like, well, um, I forget. I don't need the credit. <laughs> I said I already said it on here. The people know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh have a great day. Thank you for see listening. You, see you next time. Except S- it won't be me next time. It won't. It'll circle back. We'll be back with you. Cool. We'll come back. Yes. Yeah, second podcast date. Let's do it. Goodbye, everybody.